Hello and welcome to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. You're listening to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet, a podcast where three friends explore online communities of the weird and strange phenomena from the deepest depths of the internet. And everyone wanted to know which president was the true throat goat. And <laughs> okay, I do remember this. And they are all some sort of eldritch monsters of yore, right? <laughs> yes. She was also selling videos of her farting in the jar. I hate okay. this so much. I hate everything yeah. about this. Uh-huh, yeah. Captain, we've gone too far. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. I'm your captain this week, John Carr. With me, <laughs> my co-captain. Are you talking um, with more of a, like, are you elongating everything more than usual today? Yeah, I, I mean, this has been is, a long day. It's been a so, long day, but also I've, uh, this is not necessarily internet related, but I have been just absolutely sucked into uh, a, a trial. I've been watching a murder trial okay. on the internet, and it just wrapped up today. Like, but a, it's in, like a real one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About uh, a real murder? Damn, yeah. Dude. It, the story is bananas and doesn't necessarily have any place in our world, but it, it takes place in South Carolina. Okay. That's so really was, not in our world, you're right. Listening to all of these Southern lawyers and their long draws. Oh, man, it's like that classic like Southern courthouse with like, it's super hot inside, mm-hmm. everyone's fanning, you know? Yeah. I might just be a simple chicken lawyer <laughs> from the South <laughs> in a suit, but here I am defending <laughs> this defendant. Uh, we all know that it is hot outside and hell knows it's even hotter in here now let us just let us get our folks outside that's come to a uh a quorum of sorts and Mm -hmm. uh call it a day and that's chicken court ladies and gentlemen yes thank you and scene so hot in here you can cook an egg on the floor so that's what i've been doing uh, this week is uh, listening to hours of uh, testimony. Mm. So it's it's been weird. Well, uh, I want to point out, uh, if it's not immediately obvious already, that uh, Harland is not uh, joining us tonight. So John and I, yeah. Uh, typically, we try not to do full topics, but we don't have the full gang. So today is going to be a little bit more of a, a looser thing. Uh, John came up with this idea for a fun little thing for us to do tonight. I hope you enjoy the nostalgia that I think will occur. The nostalgia bomb, I think, is going to yeah. go off. Um, we, you know, obviously we want to... Mostly it's just a, a FOMO type thing. I, I know that Harlan doesn't want to miss out on contributing to larger topics and the <laughs> things that he, may want, he might want to, like, scream about. Mm-hmm. Um, or say, like, <laughs> you know. Hold on. Yeah. Now just yeah. wait one minute. That's my hard one. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, like wait. Do you mean to tell me? That's my hard one too. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing a lot of hard ones right now. Um, so yeah, I I rigged up a uh very remedial game where I put a bunch of numbers on a wheel, a uh, random mm-hmm. wheel spinner, and that correlates to a spreadsheet that I uh, dumped a bunch of 
questions or statements about the internet and things that maybe uh, somebody who just turned 18 might ask mm-hmm. uh, about the internet or things that, you know, maybe we just remember about the internet. So I feel like it's going to be a fun thing to like get to know us and our experience on the let's, internet is you let's lift the hood up let's see what's cooking under there yeah you know? let's see what's pull in the there, towel baby. back a little bit <laughs> just <laughs> you're wearing a towel i'm gonna knock it right off yeah exactly you're now pantsless so let's dive into i don't i didn't come up with a name for this game do you have anything oh. clever off the spot yeah uh i was thinking early age of the internet or something like that mm. let's do that let's let's spin that wheel baby Back in time, 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 time. Are you ready, Lucky? Yes. Uh, yes. Great. <laughs> uh, this wheel has thirty-three numbers on it currently. I don't. Oh, I shit. know that we're not going to get to all of them, so. Let's uh, let's see how this goes. I know it takes a while, so I'm gonna just hit this button. Give it a spin, baby. Okay, still spinning, still <laughs> spinning. I love that we could have just used a like slash randomly generate number, but John had to go for the wheel. Yeah, it also like, plays this like very loud music when it's done. Um, <laughs> so that's fun for me and me alone. <laughs> I can't hear shit or see shit. So I'm just waiting. Uh, for, you paint me a word picture every time, baby. Yes. So we got um, number 14. Okay. That's an now okay this number. One, this one is a, a bit of trivia. And uh, I don't know if this is necessarily going to ring any bells for you, Kyle. So maybe I'll I'll pop a, a an image in the chat okay. for you. All right. Now, well, I, you know what? Does the name Chris Crocker ring a bell to you? Uh, it does. He was... Uh, is that not Perez Hilton's dude? No. Uh, well, maybe, but... Oh, uh, leave Britney quest- alone. That was leave, gonna be- leave Britney alone. What did Chris Crocker scream in his iconic video? <laughs> oh, okay, yes. Just leave her alone. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember, like... I, I can't remember if you... In my mind, he's wearing mascara, but, like, it just he yes. just looked so... So distraught and so personally taken, mm-hmm. like the tragedy of. So- Actually, hold on a second. Was Chris Crocker involved at all in the Free Britney movement? Is he still around? I don't know. That's a great question. Um, I have to imagine because, like, I just sent the the image to the the chat for us. But um, uh, <laughs> yeah. wow, it, when I re- I remember seeing that video for the first time and thinking, well, this person is filming this like under the bed sheet, like. It right, looks right. like it's not like in a room. It's like, you know, when you like made a fort as a kid and you had a yeah, flashlight, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it seemed like to me. Like trying to block out the perils of the rest of the world just to get yeah. this one message out, which was to leave Britney Spears yeah. the fuck alone. Like why? Just let let her live. And I mean, that <sighs> is very I much mean, still to this day. It ended up being an anthem or, yeah. you know, a, a call to action. Uh, so Chris Crocker, ahead of his time. Although, mm-hmm. what was the, what was he upset? What happened? Do you remember what happened that caused I that? That I don't know. Wish I could have done even an ounce of other research on this. I just no, like, it's, copied it's and okay. pasted a bunch of shit. That was such a good video, but it's, it's funny as about Harlan would be like, guys, it's because they're upset that Brittany, uh, this is before okay. she shaved her head, right? <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, so I just no. did a, a quick Google search. Oh no! <laughs> okay. So, uh, 
you know, this video went up in 2007. Then 19-year-old Crocker uh, shared an impassioned plea for the media to, and general naysayers to leave Britney alone. Uh, now, the 33-year-old social media personality is fi finally seeing some profit off of their iconic piece of pop culture. Crocker made more than $41,000 for the NFT of Leave Britney Alone at auction. Holy shit. Unbelievable. This was in April of 2021 that this happened. So, man, NFTs, man. I just, I still, awesome. um, I still don't know. John, how are your, how, how are your NFTs doing? Oh, I didn't actually get any. Remember the one that I, I oh. did buy? I bought the like Gandalf one and they refunded me because it turned out to be a fake. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, so that's you, fun. <laughs> no skin in that game. Um, yeah, so he was involved in, or they were involved in, um, the Free Britney movement. Uh, okay. So that's fun. Good for you, like, Chris. I feel like Chris would be like the poster child for that, like the, that figurehead of that, oh, I know. that movement. Crazy. I did, that name never came up during that for, for me at least. Um, yeah. you know, but yeah. Wow. Fun. Back Spin to the wheel. Spin that shit, my man. Okay. So we're on number three and okay. okay. This is a quote that says, uh, the fact that we used to literally tell our friends BRB on MSN when we had to go to the bathroom. And now I don't get back to my friends texts for days, if not weeks. And I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just seeing this. Yeah. So we're, we're in the early internet. You have an AOL instant messenger or an MSN. I did not have one of those. Um, and you have to say, I have to pee, so I will BRB. That has now become colloquial in our uh, yeah. vernacular. And I've noticed that I really only use BRB at work or in the Zoom chat now. Or um, when we're at a table and you have to go to the bathroom. Sure. But I think the big thing here, John, is that technology became... So texting is very much like instant messaging. It's... Mm -hmm. But the difference, John, is that when we were instant messaging back in the day on AIM or MSN or whatever, uh, back in the day, you know what? You couldn't take that to the bathroom with you. That was attached to the wall. Yes. Uh, so you had, if it was, if the expectation was that, that you're sitting and engaging in the conversation and you all of a sudden need to get up and stop, your cadence of responding is going to go down because you've got to drop some hot links in that cold water. Mm -hmm. uh, it's because you, you, it's just good etiquette to be like, hey, I'll be right back. Uh, but now you can take that right in the bathroom with you while you're dropping those hot links. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So you can drop hot links to your friends while dropping hot links. <laughs> hot logs. <laughs> uh, yes. I but mean, I think that's got to be part of it. Like how mobile uh, and regular text conversation is now versus how oh, it was yeah. something you were tethered to when you were but doing I mean, like, it. Like you, signing off and logging yeah. on. There's, there's a, a big thing of like now when the internet first started, you at one point were either online or offline. Right. And now you're just permanently perpetually online. online. <laughs> yeah. Perpetually available, perpetually oh, contactable. God, that, that just actually thinking about it in that context makes me a little uncomfortable. Uh -huh. But also it's kind of like, I know we've already talked about, it. Kyle doesn't have any social media, but it is a little bit like that too, though. It's like having some sort of barrier from the internet for like a little bit. It's True. it's part of it, you know? Uh, man, that's so wild to think about. Right, but I mean, you also can do that just avoiding answering text messages, which I do all the time. Or what will end up happening <laughs> sure. for me is I will pick up my phone 
I will read the text, be like, yes, put it away, and not respond to it. That's just a thing that happens three times out of the day for me. Sure. And that's fine. Yeah. But you never say, <laughs> can you imagine? Be like, hey, John, uh, I've been really thinking that we should go get a drink on Friday. And you, mm-hmm. you just you look at it and you go, BRB. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that never happens. It's or, not like you're be like, oh, yeah, but BRB, dude. In the middle of our like uh, talks throughout the day, just being like, oh, hold on, I got I to gotta pee. Yeah, hold on. Guys, I, I, I'm really sorry, but I have to use the bathroom. Uh, that's the, not going to fucking happen. What, what did we think was the pressure? Uh, being online and not being able to immediately answer something. I think it was adapting to the idea that you're not having a physical conversation where you can see somebody mm-hmm. so you can understand whether they're listening to you or not or paying attention. It was the first true disembodied like communication. Uh, I guess telegraphs might have something to say about this, <laughs> but I don't know if people were sending PRB SOS right, yeah. like, via, via telegraph. <laughs> via telegraph, just lol. <laughs> 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 but you know what I mean? I think it was our first experience with like this weird also like we were teenagers. Like mm-hmm. everything everything fucking mattered. Like it mattered if like you didn't respond to a thing. I, so there had to be a way to let people know that there will be a window of time where you will not respond and it won't be rude when you don't do so. In speaking about this, I'm wondering if this is where my uh general anxiety came from because Probably when when this you is were the genesis like, yeah this is the genesis the, when you were sitting at your computer chatting to somebody uh and they didn't immediately respond to you and you didn't get a brb or like yep. i'll be yep. right back kind of thing like you're like did i offend them and then did you hear I that aol door slam and then they're gone forever exactly and then you go to sleep like this at night like looking up what did yeah, they do with- with the, Simpsons uh, eyes in the dark, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. With the sad Charlie Brown music playing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Back spin. to the wheel. Spin that wheel, my man. It's spinning, I think. I can uh, hear it almost. Yeah. So, uh, number one, we got. Okay. We're, mo- we're going down the line here. Uh, teenagers before the internet. What did you do in your room during your spare time? What activities did you do? By like activities, meaning hobbies or things to pass the time. Were you easily bored? What did you do uh, before the internet? Okay. So I got the internet. I think it's important to the, the you know, just establish a timeline. Sure. I got access to the internet in third grade. I was born in 1987. So third grade would have been 90 eight or nine no no mm-hmm. no 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 that's two, way too late yeah yeah 2000 when i was in sixth grade so do that math listener i'm not gonna do it uh but third grade i got uh my parents got like a, a gateway computer that had the internet and it was oh, in gateway. their bedroom and we all had to share time mm-hmm. on that thing um so you know i've i've, I've always ha- i've had the internet since third grade you know it's like it was always kind of a part of things, and it wasn't until I think I got my own computer in my own room in sixth grade. So, like, I don't know if I really can like answer this question because 
I, I might have had access to the internet longer than I or earlier than I should have. Than you remember, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's like I, I what what I would do though is I would skateboard or play disc golf or mm-hmm. I was playing. I didn't start playing guitar till I was thirteen, so I was already well into my interneting at that point. But yeah. I played a shitload of video games too, and those didn't require the internet back in the day. Uh, so yeah, I guess just idle time. Oh, you know what I used to do a shitload was read books. I used to read a <laughs> shitload of books, my man. I don't read books at all anymore. I know that's been oh. kind of your own personal thing now. Uh, yeah, the library I love card and such, but uh, I need to get back into reading books. I think it's, well, it's the shit, man. I well, uh, I highly recommend revisiting the uh, the paper. Uh, physical active reading mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah uh, to me if i'm gonna read it's got to be on paper i'm not I, I i struggle with the uh uh reading like a kindle or a mm-hmm. pdf of of sorts uh what about you though uh what did you do be prior to the internet what was your when did the internet enter your life in a regular way i think it was probably fifth or sixth grade because i was born in 89 and it was a little bit later for me. I remember the family had a computer that had the internet on it. Right. Um, and I don't think I got a computer until probably seventh or eighth grade. Okay, so even years beyond me. Yeah. Because uh, I had to type papers on the family computer for a bit. And... Mm-hmm. Um, wow, what a life. Yeah. That 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 itself is a fucking uh, time capsule moment I mean, right there. First of all, do you... This is tangentially from this but do you remember having to turn in papers on fucking floppy disks uh i never had to do it on a floppy i definitely did it was never on a floppy for me i it was always printed i had to print it off yeah i definitely had to turn in papers on a floppy disk floppy disks for me my my only experience with floppy disks really was like these old school fucking games that my friends would give me like got this from a guy (laughs) <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a you're you're gonna be a tank and you're gonna kill the other tanks i'm like yeah. cool and it's like all grids and shit uh but yeah that's really my main experience with floppy disks i think mostly for me it was playing drums in my garage and i have a very uh visceral memory of because I, I didn't have an ipod or anything like that to play mp3s so i had a folder of cds enormous cd binder mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had a uh, sound system that was behind my head with speakers pointed oh, at me. Jesus. Yeah. And then I would play drums outward into the garage. So not only was it blasting music into my ears, but I was blasting music out. I had some very patient parents. And neighbors, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Back to the wheel. Spin that wheel, my man. Yeah. I wish people could hear the fucking sounds. Well, I think um, we'll have we'll have to have Harlan put him in. Yeah, be good. Um, okay. I like how even though Harlan's on an episode, he still has to. He's still here. Edit, he has to edit this shit for us. Yeah. <laughs> Number seventeen. Ooh. Uh, before the internet, we had to use a phone book. Yes, we fucking did. Do you Isn't remember getting the phone book? Yeah. Uh, it was it always wrapped in like a weird plastic to protect it from the rain. Uh huh. Or the fog. They just and, get dumped on your your front door. Yeah, you, it would it would smack into my front door because whoever was delivering it had a little bit of rage within. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was actually wild to be able to like. I remember. I think I like. I don't know if it was like I had a crush or something, or 
or I was, I don't know. I was like trying to find, I remember just like actually being able to look up friends, phone numbers based on their parents' names. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. how fucking weird is that? Although, how do you get a number now? Actually, maybe you had more access to people's phone numbers back then than you do now. Oh, like, yeah. How you, you could cold call whoever the fuck you wanted because they <laughs> were listening. people would answer. Yeah, they, they were, were in the book. Fucking, they would answer the phone, too. Yeah. Be like, uh, Collins residence. Mm-hmm. Hi, Mr. Collins. I'm looking for your son, Jeremy. Well, Jeremy. Okay. Yeah, he's here. May I ask who's calling? Yes, uh, may I ask who's yeah, calling, please? Tell him it's Kyle from school. Okay. I will tell him it's Kyle from school. I'm calling Jeremy. about homework. <laughs> yeah. We have a paper we're working on. Yeah. Uh, and then, in, in, you know, the joy of like, I remember getting these calls too and being like, Kyle, uh, so-and-so says they're on the phone for you. And it's like, huh? And then like, being like, oh, hey, what's up? And then like, Taking the phone and like taking the wire around mm-hmm. the corner to the yeah. fucking room. Yeah. Like closing the door. Good. Classic. Feels like That's very a- 80s, although it wasn't. It was like the 90s. <laughs> yeah. So. I think that is, you know, for a time, at least our generation was resistant to answering phone calls, but I fucking, I love getting a phone call. Yeah. I know Gen I- Z is completely against it. They uh, don't understand that but i think that particular feeling is what we're chasing i think i think for me what the issue with phone calls right now is that if if my friend is calling me or my parents are calling me to me it means something's wrong yeah oh yeah i get that feeling all the time i'm like oh fuck like my dad fucking butt dials me all the time and i'm like (laughs) fuck who died what's going on you just get rustling in dungarees yeah, well, last time it was uh, his entire experience at the grocery store. So, oh, good. Uh, yeah, uh, which is fine. But it's like, uh, I remember when you were talking about, you, you started hanging out with a crew of dudes that were into phone calls. Yes. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking do that too. And so instead of texting you, I would start calling you. And I think it was more efficient overall. Oh, man, I love it. Honestly, I, I'm a big fan. Uh, the problem is, is I don't really have great reception at my house. <laughs> so it's like, I can really only take phone calls outside of my house. Like oh my in God. order to, like I had to talk to the, my, my cat's vet today. I had to go out into the garage and then out of the front of my house to talk. I, I'm on the sidewalk on the phone. Oh, you know what I mean? I don't understand this. My folks don't have cell phone reception at their house either. They have to be in one room that's like near the router. And it's like, how the fuck did we get here? Like we can download and stream anything from the internet in the drop of a hat, but you can't get a fucking phone call with clear reception. That's a fucking good point. Also, uh, did your parents have a landline? Uh, yes. I want to say yes. I think my they do. parents, my parents do. And it's actually making me think I kind of want a landline. Can you imagine just like I want to I want to call the Kyle hotline? Oh my god! Please a, get get a landline with a <laughs> fucking rotary phone that just I get like a fucking, lights up like the bat signal or something like yes, that. Yes, like, dude, I I get a free fucking landline from my ISP, so it's like I should just fucking do it and set it up and make it an aesthetic thing, and yeah. people can just fucking call me, and I would I wouldn't worry about reception, and I could also mm-hmm. call businesses and not I, from I'm doing it. It's done. I just I just convinced myself. I love it. I'm getting get a, a fucking get a landline. hamburger phone or something or like yeah. a banana a football, phone. I like a football phone. I think that's yes. like good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh wow, this is great. We look what we've got out of tonight already. I am, I love I am, this for you. I'm very excited about my new landline. Spin that wheel.
wheel. Spin that wheel, my man. Uh, number twenty-five, and we've got. Uh, remember your top eight. What? Oh, like on MySpace? Yes. Which ex- I think eventually extended to a top ten. It was a top sixteen. Oh, that was past yeah. my time. There's no way. Uh, I remember looking at my friend's top eight to see where yeah, my yeah, yeah. ranking was. Oh, like where you sat in their world? Yeah, because <laughs> you could all you could adjust. You could like bump people. Well, hold on, up. hold on. Obviously, Start- if you were dating somebody, they were your number one, and if it wasn't, like, you know, let's level set. For those who don't know, who are listening to this, who never had a MySpace, or who missed the boat on the awesomeness that was MySpace. Uh, your parents your page, are calling. It's too late for you to be out. Yeah. Uh, your page, when you would land there, was kind of a personality explosion. Uh, you could have the page, when people visit your page, you could play music. You would have mm-hmm. a custom background. This is where most people cut their teeth with HTML. Yes. Plain uh, flame graphics, glitter yeah. graphics. <laughs> Whatever like, you want. Fucking like blinking weed plants everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So, but on the very top, it was a box that said Kyle's top eight. And it would, I would choose who I would honor of my yes. friends. Uh, and it was like this crazy social pressure to like, it's like, well, Jenny uh, slipped last week. So yeah. I'm fucking you're bump in. her. You're in the eight spot, my man. So welcome to the inner circle. But it was it like was, this weird revolving door of like, I don't know. Just it was to, to make it even older, it was speed dial for <laughs> our generation. So everybody was. who else was like vying for speed dial positions, uh, it became the top eight. Because then you had to like this figure out, okay, so who's on number one, who's on number two? But yeah, you could you could get kicked from somebody's top eight pretty quick. Yeah, you messed you, up. Hey, you fuck up, you're gone, dude. Gone. No mercy. That you're those are garbage. coveted coveted spots. You can't be fucking around if you're in someone's top eight. You gotta be on your A game. Yeah, I mean, I definitely would constantly monitor where I was. I'm pretty sure, due to my already existing social anxiety, if I'm not mistaken, I just put bands in my top eight. Mm. I don't think I put any people. That's a good way to uh, just just nullify, not hurt any feelings. That whole thing, uh, but it was like, yeah, I'm gonna put fucking AFI and Done. The Offspring and Done. you know whatever bands. Oh yeah, like a lot of local bands that would have fucking MySpace pages and stuff. Put them in there. Um, that way, I didn't have to have the, that conversation. <laughs> Look, uh, you're probably wondering why I dropped you from number the sixth spot to the seventh spot. Well, yeah, I, I do think we've been drifting a little bit, um, you know, and the way you kind of did me dirty in science class. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, you know, I, just, I don't forget these things. You embarrass um, me in public. Popsicle sticks also can give splinters. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's like uh, I, I'm. I'm glad we're. I'm glad that's behind us at this point. I agree. Is there any equivalent in the modern day? Group I don't chats? know. No, like, what I the mean, fuck? we don't really have a lot of that stuff as far as like uh, ranking systems that are public like that. I think all of us were pretty scarred at a young age. So, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Totally. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm glad that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. All right. 
We're spinning the wheel again. Okay, look at it go round and round. It uh, spins, it spins, it spins. Number 11. Uh, this just says stumble upon. Oh. A, an internet nugget from, let's say, the early 20 aughts, 2010s, maybe? Yeah, I was 2010. 2010, what was, what was in my mind? Yeah, it was a, uh, a Firefox add on. When did Obama get in there? 08? 28. Oh, yeah. 20, 2008. No, 2008. No, no, 20 no, 20 no, actually, I think this is a perfect time to talk about this. Great. We don't, we don't say 2008. We say 2008 because 2008. we never said 1908. Nope. We said 1908. I'm so sure there are people that did say 1908. I, I just have to, uh, I just have to, uh, we can't do it. Can't. I think the issue comes in with the 11. Does it? I guess it doesn't actually. <laughs> I'm like, actually, it sounds pretty good. <laughs> like 1108 sounds pretty tight. Yeah. Anyways, 2008, John, take it mm -hmm. away. Uh, I remember installing that and losing hours. I remember putting that in Firefox. Basically, all it was just uh, an add-on in the early edition, or was it an add-on, or was it just a, a yeah, it was a website it was like, that you could just hit a no, button? No, no, it was a it was an add-on that you it, it, a button would appear in your little browser window. Yeah, you can, go, you can go to its settings and tell it what you're interested in seeing. Yes, that's right. So you could select what you were interested in, and then you would hit a button, and it would randomly generate an internet landing page for you. To discover something new and the idea was that you would trip your way through the internet and find something fun and that definitely did that and i can't it did i can't remember if there's anything valuable that i got from it but i definitely enjoyed my time yeah i i remember i, I made my scope very narrow um for what i was looking for when i would click on stumble upon Cats. um Cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah, those old meme sites were very prevalent at that time too. But uh, I think it was actually a lot of uh, national park sites I was getting, um, like a, like a lot of oddly a lot of travel stuff. Considering that I was not traveling at all at that point in my <laughs> life, I could not afford to do the to do any of that. Yeah, uh, those are college years. I was traveling in my mind uh, mm -hmm. and with my stumble upon. Uh, so yeah, I can't really, it's like, did I, did I find any long lasting websites from that, that like, I was like, I'm so glad I, f I stumbled upon this website and yeah. now it's in my bookmarks. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, I did. Part I, you of know my what? internet quiver. I don't know. I definitely think I bookmarked a bunch of shit from stumble upon, but I don't know like, how often I revisited it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Like, do you go back? This is why like <clears throat> websites like uh 4chan, Reddit, something awful stuff where it's like you go to one place and it's like a filter for content on the internet. Like where you're going to yeah. just, you don't have to go to all these 15, 20, 30 different websites every day. Uh, you can just go to one place and get your shit, you know, ingest your shit that way. But I remember like, uh, it's like having friends that were like, it's like, Oh, I'm really into, I'm on Jezebel all the time. And mm -hmm. like, like, Oh, I go to six websites every day and look at their new things. And it's like, yeah. man, that's, that's what stumble upon is also feeding into. Uh, and, and I think right now we're in the rise of the, um, I mean, we're in a true situation where one-stop shops are like what, what those companies want. They want you to only use their platform and nothing else. 
Like the, the idea of independent websites is like totally gone. Everything's like, like Reddit as an example is like, we, it's just like people co pulling stuff from all over the internet, mostly TikTok nowadays yeah. and putting it on Reddit. So you can just go to Reddit and see all that all at once. And that's all you need to go. You don't need to go anywhere else. If you don't want mm -hmm. to, you can see as much of the internet as you need right there. Yeah. I, I was thinking about it was going to reference Reddit because I think like instead of spending so much time just scrolling through one particular app you were able to like kind of navigate your own thing yeah in a way and like it was it essentially served the same purpose where you're kind of like i want to see something and i don't know what it is and so you would just hit a button and a random web page would come up and you'd be like this is not for me i'm gonna I don't need to a hit chainsaw right now why am i on this chainsaw sales website yeah, honestly, yeah. a lot of it was like deviant art things that would come up for me. So it was like, ooh, cool, and then I'd move on. Yeah, totally, totally. All right, back Although to I, the. I, I, oh, <laughs> I am gonna check and see if stumble upon still a thing, and I might give it a a spin. Speaking oh of a gosh. spin, yeah, let's let's do that while while I spin. I'm gonna uh, yeah, see if stumble look upon. up a stumble upon. Yeah, I can't open an internet browser right now because it'll make my computer make me look like a. Uh, it'll, I'll churn, John. I will churn. I don't want you to churn. I uh, can't open a Chrome. I can't open. Stumble upon right still exists. Okay, but yep. I don't know how much this website is not loading. So that's not good news. <laughs> not a good user experience. Oh, it's, an, it's a, they have a new product. It's called Mix. Okay, and it's an app. So it's probably Reddit. Okay. Yep. Moving we on. We already stumbled upon everything for you. Here's yeah, we our did it. Everybody else did it. Um, we have number seven, downloading songs from LimeWire. Mm. Yep. Or, I mean, insert Other, Napster or yeah, Kazaa. Kazaa, Napster, LimeWire. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I used. I mean, just torrenting in general, not mm -hmm. using those those sites. LimeWire was my my uh, beverage of choice because I don't think I <sighs> I could get Napster because I had an uh, a Mac. So I I I definitely started on Napster, and I think oh Morpheus was the other one as I'm mm. thinking of. Uh, Kazaa I think was the one I used the most. Napster just had this UI that is. Even when I think about it right now, it actually it makes me very nostalgic. Uh, it's like very much like gray document page with the blue download bars. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just like very not sexy, but very like it felt it felt so freeing. And the excitement, I remember just the excitement of downloading music. Like, yeah, I know. I know. It's like so funny to think about now because. Um, we, you don't download it anymore. You just stream. It's like there was all this stuff with Pearl Jam and uh, Metallica going to court about losing all this money because of these downloading programs. Mm -hmm. And now everyone has Spotify on their phone and artists yeah. are still not getting paid shit for their, but you don't have to download it anymore. You just hit a button and it plays. It's like this, exactly. that, but I miss that anticipation of like, holy shit. I remember. Okay. Here's the other thing. People would put a, whatever files to download, they would just rename them to something mm -hmm. fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm going to get Neil Young and Crazy Horse. Russ never sleeps, but nope, it's Slipknot. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is this? What, 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 what am I listening? This is weird di- uh, direction for Neil Young to go in. Uh, <laughs> but like thinking, I remember there was a couple times where I was like thinking for so long that I knew the name of a song because uh-huh. of what it was on Kazaa or LimeWire, like whatever I downloaded. Um, yeah. Like the first time I downloaded uh, Total Immortal by AFI, yes. it was actually the Offspring cover of Total Immortal. Oh my Immortal. gosh. Uh, so I was like, this guy's, it's weird. Uh, Davey Havoc really sounds like Dexter Holland on this. God, and, it, and then it turns out it was the Offspring. Yeah, I'm trying to find it right now. There is a Twitter that exists where people post their uh, old Kazaa uh, song and who the artist is. <laughs> right. And so it's uh, like all of the things that are mislabeled because like, you know, that, that was kind of the funny thing about it when you would go and you would search for a song or something. Usually it was a song and then find like whatever the top one was, but it would also be tagged with like, I mean, you and I definitely downloaded a ton of grunge. And so it was like, every band was tagged it would be like smells like teen spirit stone double pilots alice in chains nirvana like it was just like and yep. then you put it on your brick of an mp3 like, player silver chair yeah and you just have no idea what the fuck you're listening to i feel like my music taste had <laughs> yeah. been misguided as far as who wrote <laughs> or recorded what that's the kind of the thing though it's like it was kind of this trust and you you like put out i want to listen to a I, I know I may not get this band, but I want to listen to bands like this. So I'm going to put Nirvana in and I'll yeah. get something that sounds like Nirvana. Yeah. Something. Who knows? Who knows, ma'am? All right. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's do, uh, let's do two more from here, I okay. think. And let's I, do two I, more. Uh, I'll just pick them because this wheel takes too fucking long. Um, Spin that wheel, but don't really... What was your first screen name? Screen name. Screen name. Oh God, I know what it is. Doing yours. I've got is. mine. Yeah, because I thought about this earlier. Okay. It was Burning Star Nineteen. No shit. Yeah, I Burning wanted to be Star very 19. very cool, and I was like, probably in seventh grade, being like, how can I sound really cool? Okay, I'm gonna. I, I I can think of a number of them right now, and I and I think I know what the correct one is. Yeah, I think the first one, my first screen name, not my first email, my first screen name, was Toxic Flea. That's tight. With like every th- every third letter capitalized. Ooh, good. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Really had to just make it. I don't know why I was like, yeah, this is going to be cool. And, That's and all actually, we wanted. That's all we wanted as youngsters to be cool. I, yeah, but the thing is, though, is that I realized after looking at like, like once you get into like AIM or something, I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I, 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 I would see what the cool people were actually doing. And then I realized I was not cool. But it's like baller 42 uh what's up my name is riley i'm on the basketball team my name is baller 42 (laughs) 
Uh, and everyone's like, oh my God, that's such a cool name. Baller. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my first brush with this was around that time when I was still toxic flea. I went to a uh, birthday party to go atomic bowling at the uh, local bowling alley where God. it's bowling after dark. Why did they... we bowl so much as kids? I don't know, man. I don't know why we bowl. <laughs> the bowling industry really has a chokehold on the the preteen. Yeah, I think. I think that's really a thing it's, that's going it's on here. It's definitely an intersection of like kids occupied for a certain amount of time and parents with unlimited access to beer. Right. <laughs> totally. You kids just have fun. We're just like just at, throw at the, at the those bar, balls down those, there. Put the bumpers up. Those pitchers keep coming out. The greasy yeah. fingers going to the greasy food. You kids are fun. You got the bumpers up, good. Um, but I remember that it was it was a real life example of how my uh, my real life affected my internet life. Uh, I I set my name on the 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 monitor for like my turn to be mm-hmm. uh, prom date was my name, <sighs> and the response from the opposite sex uh, and actually the the immediate sex as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, this is how you pick a cool screen name. Not Toxic Flea. We're retiring that. Yeah. And so I went home and I was like, okay, prom date really fucking worked. I can come up with something. I can come up with something like that that isn't. I should have just done prom date. But no, John, I chose. I was like in sixth or seventh grade and I was like, Indy 420. Oh. Not, not understanding. The, you just shot uh, and bricked it. I did not know what 420 meant at that time, uh, but I was thinking about skateboarding terms. I was like, yeah, cool, indie, independent. Uh-huh. And then I was like, 540 sounds weird. 360 is lame. 420 right is in a the cool middle. sounding number. <laughs> Let me split the difference. <laughs> Anyways, I had that for a few weeks before I realized that someone was like, do you like to smoke hella weed? And I was like, yeah. I've never smoked weed or have oh, even no. seen a bong in my life. Uh, actually, that's not true. I'd probably seen a bong. Uh, but uh, then I went to um, what did I do after that? I can't remember. I think I maybe went back to Toxic Flea. I can't I believe know. that you accidentally put four twenty out of all the numbers in the world. I chose four twenty for my. Uh, also, in indie four twenty was also all capitalized, all weird and shit. Of too. course, it was. That because, was what we did at you that know, time. I want to be edgy. I want to be fun. I want to be bouncy. I'm trying to attract attention from the immediate sex. The immediate sex. Oh, my God. Internet. All right. Well, I think I'm going to pick one more from this. And I don't know if this is a good one. If it sucks, we'll we'll do one more. Uh... (laughs) I mean, that's a good rule of thumb, I think. Yeah, fuck it. Um, If you don't succeed, try, try again. Yeah. Uh, Beanie Babies were the cryptocurrency of the 90s. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. Uh, I- I'll take you one further. Beanie, du- the- 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 that company, Ty, T-Y, whatever, mm-hmm. they didn't just make Beanie Babies, baby. They made other things, and I oh cl- collected those. Did you have any Beanie Babies? Yeah, I definitely did. Yeah, um, me too. But I also was uninterested in them in the meantime. I was much more interested in their, like, larger creations the beanie daddies let's say there there were beanie daddies i got gifted them <laughs> i i was uh a long-haired chubby kid who was into metallica and kiss 
So yeah, beanie I, babies. I had no need for a beanie baby. I uh, <laughs> was gifted them. Okay. And I think it wasn't anything that was like an obsession of the parents being like, let's give the kid this so that we can make money in the future kind of thing. It sure. was like people want these things and so we're just giving them to the kids kind of thing and i didn't care about them so i definitely was like i think this was maybe like uh, kind of like a an early sign of my nerddom because i was like kind of into the collectible nature of them i wouldn't take the tags off um i i would arrange them i had like a ledge kind of like over there mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. where i now have my nerd books over there um i would have my beanie babies uh but i there was a uh, candy store in santa cruz called um God, i think it, it wasn't marianne's that's the ice cream place like martinelli's no it was something like that sure some it was on Pacific Avenue, uh, but in the back they sold stuffed animals, uh, and there was like the full size tie or ty things. I remember my brother would like always like he would get all the dogs, so he was collecting all the dogs, and I was okay. buying all the cats. So nice. I had all the cat stuffed animals. He had all the dog ones, and they were still ty or tie or whatever. And it was like this early thing of like, I like to collect toys. <laughs> <laughs> Am I? It's like a genesis for me of like the origin story of like I will be a collector. And yeah. now I've got Bigfoot, I've got Link, you know, I've got I got the whole gang. You know what I mean? I think uh, prior to Beanie Babies, I was already collecting uh, baseball cards, and I had like a gross that amount too. of baseball cards. Yep, yep. So I think I was already pretty preoccupied with uh, stuff to do. So, yeah, for sure, for sure. I wasn't that interested, but I, I, I saw everybody spin out of control on it, and I, I love thinking about everyone that bought hundreds of them and put them in a storage container, thinking they were going to be worth millions someday. I Much mean, like NFTs. Let's there face was it. a window. Yeah, you know what? The, uh, honestly, they were. It wasn't. Uh, yes, they were maybe the cryptocurrency because I think there was a peak where you could resell them for probably twice their. That's a that's a good investment. You buy a hundred yeah. of those bad boys and you be, you truly do become the beanie daddy at that point. Yes. I'm so there were larger ones. I don't think I ever saw those. Yeah. Like, uh, they were, they weren't. They, so beanie babies were just like a thing that that company, like a, a, a side product that, sorry, side product, probably their main product they did, but they had regular ass stuffed animals too. That weren't just like literal bean bags with like a face. Like I know John, you, you weren't uh, a present on our PP episode. But yes. I think PP is the uh, the modern day uh, cryptocurrency. <laughs> Just kidding. The modern day uh, Beanie Baby. Oh man! All right. Well, uh, do you want one more? What do you What do you feel? Do you have one that has uh, a potential for a short answer, like a humdinger from each of us to end it out? Mm. Just like a one line answer. Um. Let's see. Like I want to be able to, for us to both mic drop. You know what I mean? Actually, mine's on a mount. I don't know if I can really drop it, but you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Make me feel like the beanie daddy. Did people actually poke each other on Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. Oh, we yeah, did. We did. And then if you, didn't get poked, if you didn't get poked back, you fucking died. You burned that shit to the ground, my man. Yeah. it was. It's the same anxiety that uh, if you didn't get a BRB on... AOL Instant Messenger. Or if you weren't in someone's top eight. You weren't in someone's top eight. Uh, 
I think this entire episode has made me realize that my anxiety has completely stemmed <laughs> from my early internet experience. And I'm pretty upset about it. I feel like a class action lawsuit against AOL is worthwhile. And if anybody wants to join, please email us at uh, 20kleaguespod at gmail.com uh, and send in your experiences also. That's fun. Let's do this. Let's keep I, it going. I would love to hear other people's experiences with this because as much as our little window of time uh, as the internet was coming up every five ten years there's like a new pocket of nuance and niche mm-hmm. that we'll never get to experience we got to talk about what we experienced but i'm just i'm fascinated by other perspectives on yeah the internet becoming a part of someone's regular life internet historians here uh signing off Hmm. Follow us on all of the shit. Watch the YouTubes. Please watch the YouTubes. And uh, good luck out there.